we're excited because we are at Challenge Rot and we are bringing you the Wits Up Challenge Rot Super Podcast featuring Laura Siddle, Yvonne Van Vlerken, Ruth brennan Mori, Daniela Reeve, Steph Corker, Heather Wertel and Belinda Granger. All right, our first guest for the uh, Wits Up Roth Super Podcast is none other than Laura Siddle. I'm pretty Cheers. excited. Cheers. <laughs> so I've got a proper beer and you've got I am the alcohol, alcohol fry, fry, fry beer, yes. So yeah, but it's pretty good. It's so, not too bad, yeah. yeah. I, we were just talking earlier, I think it's a bit like the placebo effect where you yes. drink it anyway and still think you're getting drunk. Well, I actually... <laughs> maybe I I'm just <laughs> hyper with Roth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like, got back from a... Uh, I, mean, I haven't had a drink yet. <laughs> I just need the fumes. Yeah. I just got back from, right, uh, from running around all day and I was like, no, I just need to get you know, just some um, hydration into me. And then I got here, I'm like, nah, I just need a beer. But I got my drink bottle to the side. Um, it's all good. It's hydration. Beer's good. Exactly. Exactly. You tell the coach that. Not that I have a coach at the moment. It's not doing anything. But anyway, I've got hit uh, start. We've got to um, we've got to time this because if I don't time it, then we'll never stop talking. Um, so this is the super podcast here in Roth, short and sharp. Right. So let's get stuck straight into it. No tangents right. in this one. It's different to our normal podcast. So keep it. Straight and narrow. Blimey, right. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what brings you back? I mean, it was your first time last year and you just loved it, obviously. Why do you come back? And I'm assuming you'll keep coming back. Uh, yeah, I just, I want to put this race on the on the calendar each year now. Yeah, came back this year just because last year was such an amazing event. Just the atmosphere, the, the way the race is run. Um, just, uh, you're all made to feel like rock stars, like regardless of who you are. They are so welcoming to everybody and... You know, and it's a great course, and I had I had a good race last year, so I've got good memories. You know, I'm not taking that for granted. Every year's sort of new, and obviously the new run course this year. But um, yeah, it's just one of those races that once I think once you've been and experienced it, it's very hard to miss out on it the years to come. <laughs> exactly. So, so based on last year, um, where do you see the improvements for yourself? Um, I think I'm a lot more race smart, and so just got the experience of racing a lot more coming into this race um so being able to ride the terrain on the bike but but just be a bit more tactically aware um you know obviously it's when you're racing you you tend to just think about yourself and in your own little bubble but you've got to have half an eye on what other people are doing and what and make make those tactical decisions so I think I've gained in that over the year and that's a massive difference between racing age group and pro. I mean, you've been racing yeah. pro for a few now years now, but would you say that's one of the biggest differences? One of the biggest differences when racing, yeah, and certainly I think probably one of the biggest things I've felt I've improved in just in the last year with, with the riding and being able to have more of that control when I race. Um, and then just getting, yeah, more strength, more endurance, just being, yeah, across all three of the disciplines is still a long way to go and that's what keeps you going in the sport. That's why you keep on pushing and challenging and, you know, you can have goals and ideas for times or places on a race day, but you just, you know, with the long distance event, you just don't know and conditions can play into that as well as, again, at the end of the day, you're racing against other women. It's not just yeah. about necessarily sort of yourself getting to the finish line. Of course. And... I mean, obviously, this race is huge for atmosphere. There's people yelling at you all day, like, up, 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 up. <laughs> Are you the kind of athlete that thrives on that kind of motivation? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I'm probably the type of athlete that starts having conversations with the crowd when I'm running and <laughs> getting them to cheer loudly, which maybe isn't the right thing to do. Maybe I should be uh, fully focused. Yeah, you know, I think you can definitely draw positive 
good energy from the crowd and this is like oh probably the best race for that in terms of all the towns that you ride through everyone's out in the street supporting and cheering and then the run course new run courses i'm pretty excited to see what yeah. that's going to be like it they're building it up to be pretty epic on, on the spectator side of it. Um, yeah, well, you told me the other day that the crowd, the town has really embraced it and super excited to yeah. have the course go through Yeah, the I mean, I think, you know, Challenge to Felix, so many of the locals have come to them, come to Challenge, said we want to be involved. How can we be involved on the run course or even on the bike course, but on the run course? And um, although we <laughs> chatting to Heather and we are quite looking forward to, I think there's a section where they're just playing classical music and <laughs> it's quite quiet and there's no spectators around for, you know, have a little bit of you time, you know, oh your own God. time on your own. So that, that could be, be quite, <laughs> it could be quite amusing. But um, yeah, it looks pretty. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. And what what can we expect from you? How's the lead up been? How, I, I hate asking the question, but I need to know. Like, how's how's the body feeling? Oh, you know, I'm pretty good. Obviously, I'm very aware. I've done a lot of races this year, and this is my fourth full distance race of the year. So, you know, um, I'm pretty pretty aware of that. The build up's been because of that. The build up's been a bit different. So, I like yeah. a lot of load, but we've taken that out. Um, uh, and the the bigger sessions and the intensity of the sessions have been um, more spread out to allow yeah. the recovery. So hopefully coming in with the fitness, but but fresh again. Yeah. Um. And and that's the plan. So we'll see see what happens. Um. You know. Yeah. You you want to come here and you want to put in a good performance. Um. It's fourth last year. I definitely want to build on that. But you know, there's some world class women in the field. Um. And you never know on the day what's gonna what's gonna happen. So. You know, if I can get to the finish line and feel proud of the performance I've put in and know that I got the best out of myself on the day and hopefully that puts me on the podium would be the goal, obviously. Awesome. I know, it was funny. I was, sorry, I know we're out of time. No, but, no, um, it's all good. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about the we- the record and all this. And, I, and yeah. I, this was a few months ago and I went, oh, maybe I'll just look at the British record and see what that is. And, and then... And then looked at it and um, went, oh, that was stupid. Thanks, Chrissy Wellington, yeah. <laughs> for being British and holding yeah. the world record. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So not quite sure I'm in the, the world record shape, but um, there's certainly a few a few targets and a few women in the field that are on the agenda. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, Sid, um, all the best. Super excited to see you out there. Um, and I, just really quick, one piece of advice for anyone new who's here in Ross. Uh, just embrace wrote. it. Sorry. Yeah, wrote. wrote. Just embrace it. This yeah. is like once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, I've spoken to a couple of age groupers already and they're getting, oh, we don't want to do too much. We're trying to conserve our energy because uh-huh. they've got these big goals. And it's just like what my coach Matt said to me last year when I raced, he's like, obviously, you know, don't be sensible, but yeah. it's wrath. It's wrote. You've got to embrace yeah. it. It's such an epic event and it is once in a lifetime. So soak it all up smile enjoy it and just be like yeah high five everybody just yeah just make the most of it excellent all right we'll see you out there dude see you later thank you now we welcome vonzi avon van vlerken is there a way that we're supposed to say your name so it sounds oh you're doing a spectacular (laughs) spectacular job but i like vonzi i prefer vonzi so keep it to vonzi Vonzi? yeah okay i should ask my honey to maybe like change my name you know understand <laughs> i would like to have a different last name but i'm waiting oh, and waiting <laughs> waiting this is well, not the right platform no, to no, ask for no. a proposal <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay this is meant to be a super podcast yes so really, really sorry yeah so, so the first interview we actually did was on a ferris wheel in geelong geelong 
years ago, yes. like six, seven years yes. ago, something like that. Yeah. 2008, yeah. I think, 2009, wow. yeah, 2009, okay. yeah. yeah. And I think you made a little thing that you stopped the, the Ferris wheel <laughs> on top and we were, yeah, it, it was did fun. Stop and yeah, it did yeah. stop on top of, yeah. Well, we had a great view, didn't we? It, we, yes, we did, we, we did. did. I mean, it won't top this conversation because yeah. this is going to be the best, but we've had some fun times. Yeah, it was so, good. Vonzi, can you, you can't count on one hand how many times you've raced here because there's a lot, you've been here a lot. How yeah, many times? This, is, uh, this will be my seventh time racing. Yeah. yeah. So it's not that, yeah, well, seven times. So my first race was here in 2007. Yeah. And that was my first long distance race. So, yeah. And I came in with a bang, yeah. You certainly yeah. did. Yeah. Do you, I know it's hard, but do you have a favorite year? Um, that's oh, that's a very. Do you ask that to all the all the girls? That's hard. Just the ones who yeah. keep coming back for more. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, 2008 was definitely a very good year with my uh, win here and the world record and second in Kona. So that's from results wise. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I. Yeah, I think 2015 was a very special year as well. I won a lot of races and very special for me was winning Ironman Maastricht in the Netherlands in my home country. Oh, of course. So that was and the first Ironman there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty fun. But, you know, it's hard to choose because I have many great years and I yeah, you don't always have to win to Yeah. Uh, yeah, so no, yeah. it's has been the last couple of years have been really really good. Yeah. I had some down moments like 2011 and 12 yeah. and so but I got back and myself again and now just enjoying what I'm doing again so all good that yeah. is good and, yeah. and you have got the highest number of sub nine hour performances correct until today I have but I think <laughs> that will maybe change in the future because when you follow the sport and of course you know everything uh, about it you <laughs> see that a lot of girls are going sub nine oh and yeah. so um, I think there are more girls that have made their hobby of collecting sub nine so i have 12 now and i really hope to get a number 13 here on sunday and i think with the field that we have it's definitely possible of course yeah, Lars yeah. will go under nine hours i'm very sure and um, well daniela reeve is one to just let her do her own thing because otherwise uh, i will probably finish within 11 uh, with 11 hours or something when i'm going to follow her so let's <laughs> not do that um so but yeah i know the course very well i just love the race and uh, yeah i hope to go on the nine hours and normally at this race i have a lot of targets like big targets that yeah. i want to do personal best and all that stuff but this year i don't i just want to have a good race the preparations were not that good yeah. and i just want to enjoy and just don't think about the numbers and the figures so yeah so yeah tell me about what's been happening um did you have a, a bike crash a I couple had of a, weeks ago yeah i did and it's still bruised and uh, still painful my hip and my elbow uh, and yep. things it's still blue as well and so it's hard to lie on the arrow bars and stuff yeah. and but you know to be honest i'm just very lucky that i didn't break anything um had a word was behind me she must have seen it so yeah. i just flew out of the corner but that's just a little thing you know i shouldn't be complaining i never crash or hardly ever crash and i didn't have anything further just bruises and things and stuff but it's just the whole year has been after wanaka it's just been up and down and yeah. emotional wise and like my energy was a little yeah just not myself and struggling and a little injury as well a stupid yeah. rip and just all kinds of things that i'm not used to to cope with okay and well you learn from that as well and you're even more thankful than when you are back to your normal self but still it was for me it was kind of hard to find 
my middle again to yeah. find my normal self again so yeah i was there and then i crashed so i i hope that was the last negative thing for okay. this year because i'm done with the negative stuff i only want the positive stuff back again. <laughs> yeah. so after roads what's the plans for the rest of the year oh the year? my gosh well this year sees a lot of racing so a ton of races last year i focused on this race as a, a yeah. race and had hardly any races before to just train train and just bam here in rot but this year i've been racing a lot and i have three ra three races coming up the next three weekends as well so i have oh four wow. races in a row um a lot of challenge races of course like yeah. challenge storku in finland is a really awesome race um challenge prague uh, will be oh, a pretty pretty good one as well and yeah just a lot of fun races and of course for me my highlight that will be my hawaii for this year i will race the european championships in in uh, amsterdam almera oh, cool. in my home country the european yeah. championships uh, long course yeah so that will be really cool that's on september 9th so i'm really looking forward to that race as well yeah awesome mm -hmm. awesome um Sorry, you're just getting the call to get the photo, we so I'll just go. ask you the very last question. Yep. Favorite thing about Rolt? The people. They're good, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are really It is the really best. Yes, Vonzi, thanks so much. Yep. It's so Thank great you, to see Steph. you here again. Um, yep. Let's go get this photo in your yep. fabulous getup, <laughs> and we'll see you race day. Awesome. Thank you, Steph. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> okay, next up on the Wits Up Roth Super Podcast, it's a bit of a mouthful, is Ruth Brennan Maury. Said like story, but Maury, correct? That's right. <laughs> um, first impressions of, I keep saying Roth, it is Rote. 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 First impressions? Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's just energizing and it's only Thursday. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you still it got just, two I know days. that this does not compare to anything else in the world. So, this is wonderful. And what draw, why did you come here? What, what draw you to Rote? Drew you? Um, I think a couple things number one was last year's coverage after oh, yeah. i watched last year's coverage i said i would like to go there um so i mean just the um i think it was a very fair race on both sides in, in terms of coverage and you could just sense from from watching it online that it was just an, an electric race and uh you know i'm no spring chicken so i have some races that i would like to check off before i um, you know, leave this triathlon planet. So this was this was one of them. And um, yeah. you know, I you can keep putting things off, but seize the day, go for it. Absolutely, might as well. And did you come over by yourself or the family over as well? Um, so far, it's just myself. Yeah. Um, we were going to bring the whole entourage over, but uh, we decided no, we're going to be a little more serious about it for now. But my okay. husband's coming in a few days. Oh, cool. And uh, so he'll spend about a week with me over here. Excellent. And yeah. now, have you checked out the course? Because the thing is, we all talk about the atmosphere and everything, but the course itself is a stunning, amazing course, fast as well. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's not what I imagined it to be. Right. Uh, I did Frankfurt a few years ago, and it reminds me a lot of the Frankfurt course. Yeah. Um, in that it goes through little little towns, quaint towns, and you just have that have a lot of personality to them. And, um, but it is no easy breeze out there on the, on the bike course. It's rolling hills the whole way and yeah. some, you know, pretty, um, you know, some, some good honest climbs as well. Yeah. Um, they're short, but keep you, keep you honest and keep your head in the game. Yeah. I really like how it's, how it's split up, um, into various, uh, personalities yep. on the bike course. And, uh, yeah, I drove the course today with Thorsten and it was just stunning. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love it. There's people, they pop up everywhere, drinking <laughs> steins of beer, and they're just, they're everywhere. It's, 
it's crazy. It's so much fun. You'll be like, yeah. I think it'll be I'm hard thrilled. to focus. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Well, I, yeah. I noticed, you know, the hots, they're termed hot spots yeah. on the uh, on the maps. Yeah. And everywhere, you know, there's like 18 hot spots on the run course. It's like, that's the entire run course. Yeah. yeah. So, um, exactly. you know, it's going to be a little easier to keep your head in the game. Yeah. Um, you know, and just get swept up by the energy. So Yeah, absolutely. Now tell me where you're at. How, how's the body feeling? How's the prep been for this race? Um, a few of the other women have spoken about a few injuries leading into this race. Where are you at? Um, right now, I did uh, a huge confidence booster for me uh, personally was um, Monterey 70.3. And um, I'd been I'm working with uh, Matt Hansen on my, um, uh, on my whole program. And um, really have come a long way in my run fitness in, in particular. Um, I feel like I have a really fast run in me. Yeah. Um, but uh, a, maybe three weeks ago or so, I tweaked my hamstring just a, a tad bit. So I'm just kind of, it'll be, it'll be full strength on Sunday. Yeah. But that's just something I had to, had to overcome. And yep. um, I think I'm probably alongside of several of the women yeah. and that you know you you overcome things but then you're ready race day and you never know what's going to happen so yeah definitely um, yeah. and that's all part and parcel of um tra- training for an iron distance is getting to the start line is i think more than half the battle right yeah ex- exactly yeah. um you know for the most part i mean um i think uh yeah it's it's in the, it's in the past yeah but uh yeah I'm, I'm really excited to put on a put forth a full day yeah so yeah um now lastly what what are you actually looking forward to most on race day that you've heard about? I would have to say the run. I mean, yeah. the run is always my thing. That's when I feel like um, I'm. It's like the most natural thing for me to um, yeah. perform at, and um, I feel like that is really what uh, how I'm able to dig deep. It's easy for me to hurt on the run. Yeah, um, and I love that. I love running with numb legs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love running <laughs> tired, um, but it's it, it really is. I, you know, as much as I would like to um, say my swim has improved, you know, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's a race that I actually really appreciate being able to do a slower swim, and yeah. then being able to chase and catch all day. Um, yeah. That's just gives me a lot of momentum. Um, to find the next biker, find the next runner, and then yeah. just uh, go about my business as best I can. I love it. Well, if you're saying that your run seems to be, you, you're in, in good shape for the run, then look out because, yeah, your run is pretty lethal at yeah. the worst of times, let alone the best of times. So we'll yeah. be looking for you to uh, start, you know. Yeah, the run course is very honest too. I mean, we, yeah. we just finished driving the run course. and oh, then okay. And the new run course is is a very tough course it's yeah, right. you know up and up and down the whole way too um which um i think will eat a lot of girls yeah uh and um it'll be just an, an interesting day to see see what happens out there love it well so, yeah. enjoy every second of it all the best out there and um yeah you'll see me on the back of a moto yelling so at you. much Steph. you are awesome <laughs> you are <laughs> earlier in the day we caught up with the challenge rote reigning champion Daniela Reef just moments after the press conference where she was uh, quite understandably bombarded by the media. In the press conference you said um, that you're hunting the fastest time that you can possibly produce, not a record per se. Is that a result of the back injury or that's always been the plan from day one? 
No, that's actually always been a plan. Like I said, when I when I did my announcement, I want to, like people say, I want to, you know, break the world record. I said, um, yeah, the 81817 fa fascinated me. Um, this time of Christy Wellington is an amazing time, and I I'd like to find out how fast I can go. And um, I do believe that it might be possible. Um, I mean, yeah, after seeing my result in Kona last year or my time in Kona, I definitely feel like I can still, you know, I can on a different course or like in a course in Roth, um, I can do a really fast race and I don't feel like I have had the absolute best or perfect race yet. I mean, uh, and that's still driving me on. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, on Sunday, I'll definitely try to get give my best again and um, I at the moment I really don't know how fast I will go and yeah we'll find on Sunday. So you talk about fine-tuning the body because it, it, you know it's a machine and I like that that reference to it being a machine what's some of those fine-tuning things like we talk about goals within a race what are some of those smaller goals within the, the, the bigger goal of becoming the fastest person? Um, why my goal always, like I said, I always said you want to. I would like to go out in a swim and you know push it, and then go on the bike, um, build 90, and build another like bam 90, which I kind of did in Kona, and then start running and feel good after 180 of pushing or building, and um, finish it, finishing it strong. And um, actually, I I could do that already. I feel like I did that in Kona, and now it's. My what I'm skilled, what still drives me on is like having that marathon in the end where you push all the way, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm not sure if that's possible in an Ironman, but I that's my goal to be able to run, start running, and never stop pushing. Um, normally, at one point you get get a bit low and you just kind of tag along, yeah. and um, my goal is to really push the heart because normally you kind of struggle with energy or muscles um, because you just get tired of course after eight hours of pushing. <laughs> and where does your mind go when you are in that dark zone? Um, yeah I like to just drift drift away yeah, I think it's that's kind of that tunnel so tunnels, tunnel vision yeah. um, where you just in your thing and you just have you know a little so a song in, in your head really helps me um, where you just Switch off your head. I think that's one of the most important. Um, not to think too much, not to think, because once you start thinking, often you start to think negative. Um, because when you're tired, there's lots of thoughts. They can be negative, and um, if you can switch them off and just actually switch off everything, the, because the body knows what he has to do. We we do it every day. We train for it, and and um, that feeling is yeah, I really like that. It's kind of like that, you know, on a like on a you know dance floor and just dance along and having a good time. I think that's always what I try to do in a race too. So if I see you struggling on the run, would you like me to sing you a song? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> give, me a, give me a one that's really gonna you know, push me. So I might be able to I'll do some research okay. and find something out. Um, just, just lastly, obviously um, there's a lot of attention on you um, being the world champion, everything here. But what about your competitors? Are they still driving you to become the best athlete that you can be, not just that internal motivation? Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially last year where um, Holly Lawrence, um, she was doing a good race in the 7.3 and I was kind of a bit, you know, like a little bit shocked. I was like, oh, what's happening here? And that's something I really like because you, yeah, you don't, that's these races you, you realize, okay, it's not, you know, you need, the, win, the winning is not just 
for free. You have to fight for it and you have to keep training hard. And that's um, definitely been a really good race for me. Um, same as Gran Canaria early in this, uh, in this year, where it just kind of woke me up a bit. And I was like, oh, I really want to get back to where I was. And um, yeah, it definitely drives me on. And um, I uh, also this year, I, I'd like to do uh, 70.3 Worlds and um, do better than last year. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Last thing, your favorite thing about Rolt? The atmosphere. Uh, it's just, um, yeah, it's, you can't really just compare it with anything else. And that um, the hi on the hills, on the bike, uh, you just get pushed pushed up pretty much and or screamed up. And, um, and then on the run, um, so many parts where you have the music and the, yeah, the people screaming and, and then definitely the finish line, the, the stadium was, for especially last year, was one of the highlights because I really had a yeah, surprising race and um, that's still in, yeah, one of the best memories I, I have, yeah. Awesome. Well, all the best on Sunday. We'll be cheering for you. Thank you very much. You. <laughs> See you out there. Okay, next up we have someone with a fabulous <laughs> name. It's Steph Corker who is pretty new to the professional racing side of things. So welcome. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's let's talk through quickly how long you've been racing pro and why you decided to step up to the pro mm. ranks. I took my pro card this year, so 2017. Yeah. And uh, truthfully, I took my pro card this year just to come and do this race. Stop because um, you couldn't get in. Because like, I ah, heard that awesome. it was so hard to get in as an amateur. And oh, uh, I'm like the super underdog low dog i mean no dog uh, status like i really i had some success in local north american races yeah. as an amateur and uh i won ironman canada last year and won some 70.3s as an amateur and thought like let's take a pro card and go to europe and i don't know what i was thinking because <laughs> obviously the field is super competitive and it's the name of the game so yeah it's my first year I took it for this race, and I'm really stoked to be here. Oh, that is so cool. Do yeah. it. Like, play the game. If you, if you can do that kind of thing, then why the hell not? I love totally. it. Totally. So, okay. So, first Iron Distance race as a pro? I did Ironman South Africa in uh, April. okay. Yes. yes. We would have written about you. I, you did. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> yep. My bad. Um, no. Yep. I, it's because I'm concentrating on the podcast. It's like, great. Sorry. Keep podcasting. <laughs> I'll keep racing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Let, let's talk about where, where you're at in terms mm. of this race. Like, how's the body? How's the mm. fitness? What what can we expect from you on race day? Gosh. Tough well, questions. Only the tough questions. Only the here. tough questions. So, South Africa was, there were like 35 people on the, 35 women on the start line maybe, and understandably things happen and people drop out. And I thought there was going to be a field here. Like, I really yeah. thought there was going to be a woman's field. And as it turns out, it's quite small, I yeah. think. Yeah. And, um... And that's one of the big differences from racing as an amateur to now racing as a pro, especially in small fields, is like it's this lonely wolf day, yeah, ver right. you know, mixed in with hopefully not too many age group dudes that are drafting. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I'll, to be really honest, I'm stoked, I'm healthy, and I hope to have a really great swim yeah. and be somewhere in the mix in the swim. And then we'll see where the rest of the day goes. And it's not to say I'm going to, you know, my day's over after the swim. It's just, I, I swam really far off course in South Africa and that was the end of my day. And, um, I hope not that that doesn't happen okay. on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It's, it's, 
a straight canal. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful. Yep, okay. <laughs> One direction, I can do this. You should be okay. <laughs> but hey, I've, yeah. I've seen, well, I know of someone who turned up to race and their battery died with 60k oh. to go and then forgot to put a battery in at the same race the year after. Oh. That was me. Oh. Yep. A bit of a legend around these parts. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so I've seen crazier Kay. things. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, how are you finding Rult? Like, is it everything oh. that you imagined so far? I mean, you're only, what, 48 hours into it? Well, we actually arrived in Munich five days ago. Yep. So we've been here and then, yes, uh, we've been in Germany for about five days and only here for the last two. And, you know, you hear lots of hype about it and especially in North America. So context is that this race... Um, registration is the night of Ironman Canada. So people that race Ironman Canada want to stay up for the finish and at 1 a.m. Pacific time at home is registration for this race. Oh, wow. So there's like some cool vibe around Ironman Canada and awesome Canadians because we're rad and um, signing up here. And so that was really the only vibe I knew. And then getting here, I'm like... I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but you say we can talk shit. It's <laughs> Thursday and it's better than the entire week of Kona. Like, uh-huh, you can I say that. Yeah, am yeah. so stoked. Yeah. Like, this city is alive. My homestay is the coolest. I want to be a homestay. I was like, I thought my That's only awesome. goals would be about triathlon. Now, like, you know, with Ironman and Whistler and we have a place in Whistler, I just want to be a homestay because our homestay is so cool. So yeah. it's the things that I just wouldn't have realized that have made this so special. Not oh, to mention wow. the bike course is unbelievable. Yep. It's like triathlon's best kept secret. Yeah. And the outdoor pool is insane. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I love hope the race goes well. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, that's so cool. I love yeah. that. I love that you can come to this kind of race, which is it's big in terms of numbers and everything, but it's still so homely. Oh, so it's, yeah. Yeah. Every time I come totally. back, it's like walk, you know, walk into the office across the road. Uh, it's like walking back into my own home. High school. It's, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. It's a reunion every year. Yeah. Um, and the fact that even you just talking about uh, possibly doing homestay yourself, I love yeah. that it can filter yeah. into other events and that's awesome. Totally. Take a bit of roots back home with you. Oh, it feels like, um, the grassroots, like I'm, yeah. I yes. feel like triathlon, Ironman racing 20 years ago yeah, right. felt like this. Yep. And part of why I'm racing as a pro this year is because I'm a raging feminist that really wants women to be on the start lines. And I uh, think yeah. that the field, our fields yeah. just get smaller and I want to be there. I'm not going to be last. I hope. Don't put that on camera. So wait, <laughs> hang on. You want to be in Kona to race? No, 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 no. Or just at a start line. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I thought you were making a call that you no. want to race. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, oh no. well, I love it. I'm really looking forward to. Um, I guess talking to you after the race. I, I mean, you only do your first ropes mm. once, mm. Um, and all I can say is just soak up every second of it because you, awesome. you just won't experience anything like it again until you come back again I guess I love it yeah awesome thank you so much and it's great to meet you and I'm really looking forward to catching up again and maybe having a beer after the race awesome can't wait thank you thank you and now welcoming to the Wits Up Super Root podcast oh nice pronunciation you like that nailed it (laughs) Heather Wertel welcome thank you happy to be here um Happy to be in Root. It's in Rote. amazing. Hey, Absolutals. It's, this place is pretty did rad. Absolutals. I did. It just came out. <laughs> didn't plan on it. 
I was just so excited that I changed that word <laughs> randomly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. Like the, the atmosphere is fantastic. It makes you say things like absolutes. Um, homestays, so super stoked. Yeah. You know that you're here. The community is just embracing the whole event. There's like welcome to athletes signs yes. everywhere. The yeah. the community that's has the new run course going through it was just like so incredibly stoked that the course was now going through their community yeah. which is in like huge contrast to at home where people are voting to like not have the race go into their community and so yeah it's a really refreshing and a, just an awesome experience um so so based on what you've heard about Roth oh, wrote wrote, yeah, yeah. wrote how's it stacking up i mean so far it's all uh as I imagined, you know, um, but but sort of better, of course, in reality, because you can never really imagine the real thing. Um, people talk about the amazing atmosphere when you really experience it firsthand. And I'm wearing a dirndl and uh, we, you know, yep. it's it's fun. It's cool that they bring the Bavarian culture into it and yeah. and really make it an event outside of just the race. I appreciate that they celebrate the race and it really is like race but there's also this great atmosphere and uh around the whole thing and this has kind of been what you've been wanting to achieve this year in terms of enjoying races and experiencing new events as opposed to focusing on one big event throughout the year am i right yeah absolutely i've definitely we felt a little i love the races that we've historically done at home and in north america but it's been a lot of like okay you know focusing on getting points for kona and and practicing Ironman that I wasn't necessarily that excited about to practice in the heat and humidity and uh, and to just go like no we want to do courses that seem epic we want to experience the European race scene yeah. you know they really appreciate endurance sport here uh, and triathlon especially when I picked up my car in Munich and I'm driving I'm listening to like pop radio station and then they just start talking about triathlon like and it's all in German but I know because like, you know <laughs> they're talking about how hard it is the swimming and the distances oh, and that's cool. you know so I have no idea what they're saying but I'm like compelled to leave it on this station because yeah. they're talking about triathlon and this is amazing <laughs> you know it would never happen at home that this like pop radio is like talking for an hour in between all the songs about yeah. triathlon and and so it's really cool when people are into the sport and yeah, yeah I really appreciate it and like the broader the broader culture you know yeah Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I guess you just hear like triathlon. I think that's what yeah, they say. Yeah, sure, and, and like yeah. and like talk the distances you can figure out and like yeah, of yeah, 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 swimming, blah blah, yeah, swimming, biking, yeah, people talking about how long it is and yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, talk to me about where you're at. Um, so you've raced a couple of times here in Europe. A while ago, you were struggling with well, not struggling, but you had an injury. Right, um, I injured myself yeah. in Oceanside this year. Yep, um, just strained my calf muscle that course is a little rough with the concrete sharp steep descents and and off camber roads so I always come away with sort of bad calves after that but this one was uh exceptionally so yeah so we just had to have a few weeks off running and really just uh let that heal which maybe was a blessing in disguise actually because I tend to be really flying at the beginning of the year after having a really solid winter training block yeah um and have historically struggled a little bit to try and like I was flying uh, in the fall so it was it was maybe good to have a bit of a break and then just getting back into fitness so going into the challenge championship in Samarin you could tell if you watched that race the last <laughs> kilometer my run fitness wasn't quite uh, where it needed to be but it's definitely come on since then uh, I almost ran to the front of the race in Heilbronn and uh, and was definitely training hard through that race with the focus on Roth so yeah 
had a great block in Banyolas, like just got the work done with my squad and uh, yeah. epic rides, some brilliant runs. And so I'm feeling in really good form. Like this has been the focus, you know, since yeah. I'm new in the winter, I'm racing uh, roads. So yeah, really excited to have a good go on Sunday. And you seem pretty relaxed and just, I th- and I think, well, I'm going to assume that's based on where you've been training. You've just been like loving that. Seriously, yeah. like soaking up the European vibe. Uh, honestly, I've never been, some Banyola, Spain is like cyclist paradise. Um, people are incredibly courteous. They m- slow down and move over. I've had zero negative car interactions, like in terms of someone buzzing you or like people have honked to be like, hi, it's a twisty road, Hong Kong, I'm here, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) that's like the extent of it, and just beautiful terrain, and and epic riding, you get close to the Pyrenees, you know, on some of my long rides, and there's just an appreciation of uh, cycling culture, and I think just um, a nice sort of easygoing southern European lifestyle that we've really been enjoying, so we've been working incredibly hard, but also just seeing these new sites, and having a a refresh, which is, which has been great, and I think both Trevor and I are, are really um, yeah, thriving from that. And, and are you a better racer when you're happy and content? Absolutely. I'm yeah. not someone that is like a anger channeler. I mean, of course, in yeah. specific instances, you could just, but yeah. all in all, I, yeah, I mean, if I'm happy, I'm in a good place. That's when I'm going to be able to get the most out of myself. I love it. Yeah. Well, we're going to cut you short. We could chat all day, but we'll save that for another podcast when we can actually talk a lot more shit and about trees and whatnot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah we'll save that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, hey, really looking forward to seeing you out there on race day. I'll be on the back of the motorbike yelling stuff at you. Awesome. Um, and just, dude, soak it all up. Love it. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm looking forward to the whole experience. Awesome. Thanks Thank so you. much, Steph. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. Okay, now we have, well... It's fair to say she still holds the title. She is the queen of Rote, Belinda Granger. Hello, everyone. (laughs) It's good to be here. It is good to have you here. And I say have you here because I've been here for a few days, but you've pretty much got straight off the plane and straight into work mode, right? I really don't know where I am, what I'm doing or what my name is. (laughs) (laughs) What's your role here this weekend? What are you up to? So my my role on race day, which is the the main reason I'm here, is to do all the live Twitter updates for the Challenge Roth uh, Twitter handle for the women. So just for the pro women. And we've got Victoria Marior doing the pro men and I will be focusing 100% on the pro women which I, I, I really like because often when you go to a race you've got one person doing all Both, updates yeah. and it's very very difficult yeah. so uh, I really like that at this race they, they, they realize the need to split it and um, so hopefully I'll be able to get everyone up to date with the women's race out there on Sunday. What, what are you hoping to see let, let me rephrase what are you expecting to see and what are you hoping to see out there on Sunday that's putting you on under the pump oh, yeah, the no ab- look and the good thing about the race this this weekend is we've got a brand new run course, so I don't think any of us really know what yeah. to expect or what we're going to prepare for. I have never run it before. There's sections I've run, but big chunks that I've never run before, yeah. so I don't know if it's going to be fast or slow. I don't know if it's going to suit one athlete over another. Uh, on paper, obviously, you can't go past Daniela, yeah. and I still think we'll obviously see Daniela getting off the bike in front. Um, I would love to see Heather Wertel and Yvonne Van Flecken and Laura Siddle, amongst <laughs> others, giving it a good nudge. And I've, I've said it in other interviews, um, I want to see those girls back themselves. I want to see those girls going into the race, going for the win, not going for second place. 
just because the world champion is yeah. racing. So I think the girls will. I think they'll go in there and they'll give it everything they've got. And I'd love to see a really close race. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and just speaking of that, it's great to ask you being an ex-professional triathlete and obviously dealing a lot with the pro triathletes these days, how do you as a pro go into a race when the world champion or two-time world champion is saying, well, actually, she's not saying she's going for the record. She's saying that she wants to achieve her fastest race possible and that might end up being the record yeah um but so so how do you deal with that mentally yeah it's interesting but you know she might to me at the moment danielle is sending out mixed signals uh there's been a lot of media around her going for chrissy wellington's world record time yeah um but because it's a brand new course whoever crosses the finish line in first place is going to be setting a new record for for this this event this event um so there's that that in itself is something different but then you know danielle hasn't had a a perfect season there's been some complications she's had issues with her back which she's made quite public yeah um her coach brett sutton's also made them quite public and you know they're not excuses it's legit reasons that she's had legit problems that that i think now she has definitely overcome yeah but is she coming into this race a little a little underdone on what she would normally be by no means am i saying is she coming in um not fit because i don't think daniela riff is ever not fit um but is she coming in in peak race condition possibly not so I think the girls need to, to back themselves and I think they need to be on that start line thinking, well, we don't care what D- Daniela's trying to do. We're coming in here and we're going to give it our best shot and we're not racing for second, we're racing for the win. Yeah. And they need to, to know that they've got every chance of doing it. I mean, Daniela's been beaten this year. Yeah. Um, obviously, she had issues when she was beaten, but there's no reason why you shouldn't go in with that same attitude. She's been beat before and I could beat her again. Yeah. Um, I must admit, the only reason I can say this now is because I used to do it to myself. I used to go into races saying, oh, such and such has turned up, so I'm really only racing for second. Yeah. And, you know, I used to kick myself afterwards because it's 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 a defeatist attitude. And you can, as a professional athlete, you can't afford to be like that. Yeah. I like being realistic, but not defeatist. So I think because of, given the year that Danielle has had this year and because it hasn't been trouble free, I think every single girl on that start line should be giving themselves the opportunity to, to really go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you, this is probably a really tough question, but what's your favourite thing about this event? Uh, you know what, probably not the race itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say that now I'm retired. This right now, this uh, kind of stuff. It's the lead up, it's the build up to the event um, all day long, people coming coming up, and coming back year after year and people remembering you, people wanting to get photos, seeing kids, like kids that I've, I've yeah. met when they were four, I just ran into one then. Four, he's now 17. I mean, Jesus. it's crazy. Just, you know, you meet them when they're very young and then you meet them again and they're now adults and yeah. they're now doing triathlon and, and their parents are just such lovely people. And this town, it thrives on the sport of triathlon. And yeah. It really does. They could probably, you could ask anyone, that they don't have to be triathletes themselves, but they'll be able to tell you past winners, uh, who yeah. their favourite triathletes are and yeah. why. So it, it's... How it should be. Exactly. It's yeah. it's It's grassroots old school triathlon um that's become modernized of course but still has it the grassroots about it and after the race the parties yeah i'm um, hanging out in schmidt stupid simple things like hanging out at schmidt bakery and yeah. of course you know half the people in the bakery it's yeah. just really really great atmosphere so the, it's the whole experience you get from the the time you get to roll to the time you leave okay last question for anyone who's doing rolls for the first time mm-hmm. on sunday what's your best piece of advice for them Ooh. Um, I think sometimes people get carried away when they see how quick a lot of the athletes yeah. go and they think it must be a super fast, super flat course. Yeah, that, um, yeah. And it's, we all know it's not. So yeah. I just, I think, go in there, 
lap up all the all the energy that this race has. It's inc it's incredible. There's enough energy for everyone out in that race. Don't be disappointed if you don't get your PB or you don't do your fastest time. The most important thing about this race is just soaking it up, soaking up the atmosphere, soaking up the spectators. You'll never get spectators on a race course like you get here in Royalty. Yeah. It's beyond belief. So you have to do it to, to believe it. Um, and, and just enjoy it, really yeah. enjoy it. And anything extra that you get on top of that, PBs, et cetera, et cetera, that's a bonus. Absolutely. BG, thank you so much Thanks. for joining us. Um, and I'll see you pretty much You'll every day. You'll see me every day, every day. And definitely at the finish line. And many line. drinks and finish. Oh, the, and and, and that's party. enough. Actually, we should have brought the, one more thing. The uh, finish line in this in this race. Yeah. I don't often stay till the end of most finish lines, but this one, I don't think I've ever missed the cutoff. I've been here to yeah. the death every, this will be my 13th year. So oh man, and every year the how do you, I oh, it, I can't say the name properly the Walsh the Walsh surface Walsh surface um, Walsh surface they, they hug yeah kiss. they cry there's fireworks emotion it's just, you can just see a year's work yeah. that a year's hard work yeah finally come off and that yeah the relief and and yeah. just the happiness that it evokes yeah it's pretty yeah. it's pretty special I've even shed yeah. a tear or two but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> BG, thank you very much. Thank we'll you. chat with you soon. You will. So that is the end of the Wits Up Challenge Rot Super Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and thanks to the women for taking a bit of time to have a chat. Uh, make sure you check out the Challenge Rot website for all the live updates from the race and we'll be on Twitter keeping you updated as well from the back of a motorbike. Stay tuned for the rest of our coverage as well uh, as we enjoy our time here at the 2017 edition of Challenge Rot.